Hey friends, this is Holly Goodman, and you're listening to Isaac's Autism Wild podcast, where we focus on topics related to raising loved ones touched by autism and its impact on relationships and family. I'll be sharing some of my personal parenting experiences, raising my son Isaac, who passed away in 2007, as well as an entirely different parenting experience as I now raise my son Caleb, who never ceases to blow my mind with his beautiful autism perspectives. So grab a drink and join me as I interview this week's group of exceptional autism parents. Welcome to Isaac's Autism Wild podcast. Today I am podcasting by myself. It's actually the 29th of September and I really wanted to record this episode yesterday, but every time I tried to talk about it, I did nothing but cry. I couldn't get through it. So I decided to wait for today and podcast because there is very sensitive and important topic to talk about and it's related to losing your child with autism yesterday the first thing I found when I woke up was a post from one of my autism moms who no longer lives in Spokane she moved many years ago to Texas and took her family with her including her son who is a young adult with autism Connor actually many years ago had been in our Faces of Hope project and for those of you that don't know what that is is years ago when we all still used wall calendars Isaac Foundation through the help of Ashley Potter photography would photograph 12 amazing and incredible individuals with autism and then we produced a wall calendar and that was one of our early fundraisers and Connor was one of our Faces of Hope kiddos. I'll never forget that particular shoot because while Connor was significantly impacted by autism, he did his photo shoot with his guitar. And so it just goes to show you the talent and abilities of a lot of our loved ones who are impacted with autism, but still have different gifts. Anywho, I woke up yesterday to a post from Connor's mom saying that she was still processing it, but had learned that morning that her son had passed away. And it made me obviously cry because there's just no words for a parent who loses their child, whether with a disability or without. It's just, the pain is indescribable and having lost Isaac, I know this all too well. But it got me to thinking about this particular mama, Lisa, and many like her who raised children with autism and other disabilities in a time period where autism prevalency rate was relatively low. In 1999 to 2000 there was a huge jump in the diagnosis of autism because there was new and rolled out autism screenings for what autism looked like at different well child visits and so we started capturing a lot more children but prior to that which Connor would have been one of those kiddos these mamas Lisa and so many others were really the parents who paved the way they didn't have the support systems they didn't have the awareness behind them to pave acceptance and create opportunities for inclusion I can only imagine what educational opportunities were available to kiddos in that time frame. And it just makes my heart hurt because it's hard raising a child with a disability or a neurodiversity. But for those parents who did it in an era 
of time that didn't have the support system. They didn't have probably a lot of peers who were walking that same road. I can't even imagine how lonely and terrifying their journey was as a parent. And so my heart goes out to Lisa and all of the other parents out there. And that was part of the reason why I wanted to record this short podcast is that my heart heart hurts because part of what helps me and I know others, and I know that this is really a defining factor of the Isaac Foundation is that we have built a network of support and connection here at the Isaac Foundation. We do a lot of parent support groups. We do a lot of parent education. We've created the clubhouse where we're creating a space for people with disabilities and autism to come and hang out in the clubhouse and build organic and natural relationships with one another in a way that makes sense for them. And and parents like Lisa didn't get that. And it just makes me very sad that it had to be. It's hard now, but I can't even imagine how hard it must have been raising your children in a time where people didn't know. And I think also the empathy and desire to create spaces for you was just not there. And my heart really hurts for Lisa today because she had to make some very difficult decisions I know throughout Connor's life. And some of those hard decisions are as your child gets older and you have to start making long-term decisions like how they're going to live and where they're going to live that make the most sense for your child and then also for the people that have to live in your home because sometimes and we're dealing with this currently with John's middle son Cooper where behaviors get so extreme you have to start thinking about the safety of the other people living in your home and fortunately we're not to the point where we're looking at a group home placement for Cooper, but I know that there's a lot of parents that are to the point and the age, you get to a certain age as a parent where you have to start thinking about making that transition because the last thing you want is for something bad to happen to you as a parent and not have transition your child soon enough that they're going to be settled and comfortable before you get to a place where you can no longer care for your child in your home yourself. And I know that there's a lot of parents that have made this difficult decision, and I know then that you're questioning whether you made the right decision. And I still look at back at the time that I had with my son Isaac, and I, I do still have some sadness over some circumstances that we had trouble even going to story time at the library because they just didn't have the skills and the knowledge to accept us warmly. Unfortunately, at the time that Isaac passed away, I can honestly say that I didn't have a whole lot of guilt in terms of the things that I tried for interventions and support for Isaac because there was very few options available and we had tried all of the ones that were available to us, but you can't, you still live with a tremendous amount of guilt about the what ifs and if only. I can only imagine that parents who have young adults or kiddos, loved ones that are in their 30s or 40s, that you maybe look at us current generation and you can't help but hold in your heart a little bit of resentment that we have so many different opportunities for our loved ones with a disability and those opportunities were not there for yours. And I just want you to know, I, I see you and I feel that for you. And I think probably in your heart you have some guilt that you didn't do enough. But I just want you to know that I'm there with you. 
I can't take away your feeling of guilt. There's nothing I can say in a podcast that's going to take that feeling away. But I just want you to know. And I hope anybody that's listening to this podcast holds up some of these parents. Again, we can't, can't change the past, but we can just acknowledge their struggle and just and sit in that moment of acknowledgement of how hard this was. And I just want to say thank you. Because without you parents, there wouldn't be the change that we have now. I'm not saying that our systems are awesome, because they're not. We still have a lot of work, but we certainly cannot complain because there's a lot of parents out there that did not have nearly the advantages and the opportunities and the access to services that we currently have now. And I hope that in generations to come, we're going to be some of those pioneers for those future generations of parents who are raising loved ones with disabilities because we fought and we won some of these battles. But I just want to say thank you. And we're thinking about Connor and we're honoring him here at the Isaac Foundation because he was amazing and he was loved and he will be remembered just like Isaac. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want you to know that I'm sincere. And if you're listening to this, you know, just think about our parents and, and love them and support them. And for those parents, the pioneer parents, as we'll call you, just know that we love you and we thank you. And with that, I'm going to end this episode of Isaac's Autism Wild Podcast.